Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. In these bleak times, I have decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States as a candidate for the People's Party. I enter in the quest for truth. I enter in the quest for justice. And the presidency is just one vehicle to pursue that truth and justice, what I've been trying to do all of my life. I'm sorry. Was anybody questioning whether the 2024 election cycle was lit, as the kids do say? Cornell West is running for president? Get me my bourbon, bitches! We got ourselves a party! I got Mike Pence. I got Cornell West. I got Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I got Trump DeSantis. I got Tim Scott, Nikki Haley. Dear Lord, I am Bill Nye, the science guy, away from a party. Woo! That's right. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. Cornell West, by the way, you see, I mean, a full-on socialist, trained in Marxist uh, theory. Oh, what an announcement video. I come from a tradition where I care about you. I care about the quality of your life. I care about whether you have access to a job with a living wage, decent housing, women having control over their bodies, health care for all, the escalating, the destruction of the planet, the destruction of American democracy. Democracy creates disruption. It creates an eruption. It creates an interruption wide from below the energies of everyday people as manifest. And I know there are precious people in your life who you care for. There is not a Republican who can talk the way he talks. The problem is, I said socialist, he's a commie. <laughs> he is what he is, what he is. Oh, it's going to be so good. In my wildest dreams, I didn't think it would get this good. I I cannot wait to see the the Mike Pence um an announcement video compared to Cornell West. Uh, Mike Pence is uh, uh, scheduled to uh, announce. I think it's um, Wednesday. I think Wednesday is when we we get the announcement from him. Cornell West is basically playing the the the, the theme from Shaft over here. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you again. This is how you start a video. In these bleak times, I have decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States as a candidate for the People's Party. I enter in the quest for truth. I enter in the quest for justice. 
I mean, he's got the music. He's got uh, the, 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 the cadence. He's got it all. Uh, I got to admit, um, I don't know what the People's Party is, right? So uh, someone's got to ask him that question. Meanwhile, I have an exclusive advanced copy of, of Mike Pence's uh, announcement uh, video. Good morning, USA. I got a feeling that it's going to be a wonderful day. The sun in the sky has a smile on his face, and he's shining a salute to the American race. I mean, that's beautiful. That's beautiful right there. Oh, it's all too good. It's all too good. After after hearing that uh, Cornell West was in, I'm like, I need Daddy needs a cigarette. I don't even smoke cigarettes. Oh my gosh, it's going to be out of control. And through it all, it should be noted again that on the Democratic side, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is making moves. He's connecting. The press doesn't want to talk about him. The press doesn't want to see him. The press doesn't want you to know he even exists. He doesn't want guys like me doing uh, interviews with him. No, no, no. He's making moves. Maybe we should say it differently. The Democrats, not the party, the Democrats are making moves to hear more of him. There is zero love for Joe Biden. And for a party that wants to keep telling me how well Joe Biden has done, what a success Joe Biden is, how thankful we should be as Democrats, or they should be as Democrats, that we've got Joe Biden and all of these successes... The party is still looking elsewhere. This is what we hear from party faithful, for example, on MSNBC. Check this out. Not not the the, the question here from KDK, but the answer from a guy by the name of David Rothkopf. Biden's age, clearly one poll after another shows that voters are concerned about an 80-year-old running for president. If you were advising the White House, how would you advise them to tackle this issue? Well, I'd advise them to tackle them exactly as they have. You know, Joe Biden said, look, this is my age. Uh, You have to evaluate it for yourself. But don't look at him in terms of one dimension. Evaluate it in terms of how much he has gotten done. Evaluate it in terms of how healthy he is versus other presidents. Evaluate his age and fitness versus the candidates he's actually uh, running against. Evaluate it uh, against the quality of his team, the people around him. Uh, Some of them are uh, much, much younger. Some of them, uh, it's the most diverse administration in American history. It is extremely competent. It is working together extremely well. The presidency is not a one-man job. It's a kind of a corporate job, and he's succeeding in that regard. So, you know, I think Biden is saying, look at the facts, look at the truth, look at what I've got done. Don't look at it one-dimensionally. And the other side is saying, hey, look over here at uh, trans athletes and swim meets, you know, which is just, it's just not an issue. But 
Well, there's a take. Don't look at Biden's age. Don't look at Biden's incompetence. They're not worth looking at. He'll have a team around him. I didn't know I was voting for a team. I thought I was voting for a president. If I'm voting for a team, who makes the decision to drop the bomb? Or not. You're voting for a person. But Republicans are scared, so they're talking about trans athletes. This is what qualifies as competent, cogent, intellectual discussion on MSNBC. This part of the morning show, this is embarrassing. Joe Scarborough has already given up the ghost. We already know this. But if this were to be the case, that Republicans are so scared that they're talking about trans athletes, it's good to know that uh, Rothkopf and, and a series of others have no intention of standing up for women. They don't care what happens to women. They hate women. But if, 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 th- if this is the case, Republicans are running scared, two things has to be true. Two things have to be true at the same time. First, the policies that Biden has passed have to be policies that Americans love and Republicans were not in favor of. You don't have those policies. Oh, he wants to pay off everybody's student loan by forcing you to pay more, but that hasn't happened. The policy of uh, Inflation Reduction Act was a Green New Deal policy. It didn't make anybody's life better. Nobody likes it. Getting rid of gas stoves, nobody likes it. Okay, a couple leftist freak shows like it, but, you know, people who have to feed their kids or open restaurants, they don't like it. What are the policies that America has embraced that Biden's put forth that he got them passed is different than seeing an embrace from the United States or seeing an embrace from the American people? And if the embrace was real, explain to us why Robert F. Kennedy is doing so well. Why is he at 20%? Why is Elon Musk going to speak with him on Twitter? Uh, Mr. Kennedy, uh, we had some news today that Elon Musk had uh, invited you to be part of a Twitter spaces conversation. Are you going to join him? Yes, I am. I think I'm going on Tuesday. I believe it's at 3 o'clock. Uh, do you think they'll, that'll go better than perhaps uh, people will say that uh, Governor DeSantis's Twitter spaces went? Yeah, I mean, I, to, to tell you the truth, I felt very bad for Governor DeSantis because that should have been, you know, the best day in his life. And, you know, my announcement was one of the one of the greatest days in my life. And, uh, you know, I feel badly that, that it didn't go well, that there was those glitches. But I, I, I guess he's he has worked out the glitches for for me, hopefully. <laughs> we'll hope we'll so. find out. Well, yes. we appreciate you joining now, us. Now, wait till you see right. how many people are a part of that spaces. I won't be. Then again, I wasn't part of the event with with Ron DeSantis. But people are going to tune in because they want to hear what he has to say. And people in the middle are going to tune in because they want to hear what he has to say. And I'll say, I'm a guy who interviewed him. I was nose to nose for 20 minutes with the man. You heard it right here on the show. You can catch the video uh, on my Rumble channel, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. It's on the YouTube channel. It's everywhere. I'm concerned. Because when I take a look at Biden and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Biden's an easier beat. Biden's an easier beat. Biden is 80. Biden stumbles. 
Biden slurs. Biden is not mentally acute or aware. And yes, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. does have that voice issue. It is a neurological thing with his vocal cords. His mind is there. His uh, uh, physical nature is there. His policies are horrific. Don't get me wrong. He's much more aligned with Cornell West. But he, I think, is, a, is, is, is tougher in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Now, is he going to get the nomination? No, no. I, I have a hard time seeing that. The party giving up on the sitting president? The only way it would get fascinating is if for some reason he wasn't and it was Kamala Harris. Then I could then I could say, like, all bets are off. I would be willing to take a look at anything at that moment. Like, I would, I would believe it. I believe it possible. This election season is going to be nuts. But anybody who tells you Biden's got it all under control and Republicans are in a panic, then explain Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Explain him. Explain that growth. Explain that conversation. And explain why you won't have him on. Explain why Democrats won't let him debate. Explain it. If Biden's so strong. Maybe he's not so strong. And explain that if Biden's so strong, why is Cornell West running for president? What are we talking about here? That actually, I don't think, has anything to do with Biden. That has to do with Trump. Trump ran, Trump won, Trump ran again, Trump almost won in 2020. And you know what these uh, talking heads and personalities learned? Why not? There are no rules. There's no more waiting. You just go take what you want. People are doing it. Oh, I'm sorry. This election season is going to be great. And uh, for those people who are living Super Tuesday states, you know, I have been discussing what's going to happen if Super Tuesday is a split between DeSantis and Trump. All those other states, including my beloved Indiana, which primaries on May 7th, oh, you're going to matter greatly. April and May states, oh, you are going to matter huge. And it's always it's always so cool when you live in one of those states and you're all of a sudden you're like, wait, the primary matters because you get paid attention to it. It, it. You get to actually have a say in what happens. What happens when um, Ohio, New Hampshire and South Carolina come and go and Kennedy placed second in two of them and won a third? What happens? Just. Asking for a friend. What happens when he places a very high second in all three and realizes, I've got the money to hit Super Tuesday. Let's go at it. What happens? Oh, guys, I did it. I want my bourbon. There's nothing but madness and fun times ahead. Remember, they're crazy. We don't have to be. And we shouldn't be. But we should enjoy the fun. I'm Tony Katz. The Dow is down 88, the NASDAQ is up 75, and Apple making its announcements. There's a new 15-inch MacBook Air for $1,300 using the M2 chipset. That's Apple's own uh, chips right there. Um, They've got the Mac Studio 
for you designers. The Mac Pro M2 Ultra for $7,000. And it's official. There is iOS 17. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? Find everything at Tony Katz. Dot com if you would and get the book let's go barbecue my new book recipes tips and tales from the pit fantastic thrilled with how it came out get it for yourself let's go barbecue that is available at amazon.com let's go bbq at amazon.com uh you will be able to personalize contact posters you can use photos or memojis what the what is a memoji aj you know I think it's maybe a meme and an oat. Oh wait, no, it's the one where you can create your characters. Is it a emoji? Yeah, it's you. Like you can create your own like little avatar and make it into an emoji. Oh, so instead of an emoji, it's a memoji. Memoji. I get it. I get it. No, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. How much free time do you think I have, AJ? Not a lot. You're a busy man. I'm a very busy man. I'm a very busy, very popular man, sought after. It turns out I'm the only person left in the country not running for president. Are we waiting? Are we expecting one? (laughs) Honestly, at this stage of the game, we should both just, uh, you know, fill out the paperwork. This is ridiculous. It'd be a fun one. It'd be a fun race. Everybody and their mother, man. I got to do a whole uh, Nikki Haley breakdown because I I found this clip. Uh, and and it, it's uh, Alyssa uh, Farrah Griffin discussing Nikki Haley's uh, uh, town hall, right? The town hall that 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 she did uh, on C- on CNN with Jake Tapper, and I I'm like I'm not even going to listen to it. I'm I'm going to break this down live because there's nobody as wrong and as ridiculous and as just it's embarrassing as uh, Alyssa Farrah Griffin from the View who used to work with Pence used to work with Trump. It's Oh, I'll, I'll get to that coming up in a bit. Uh, FaceTime will get voicemail functionality, so you can leave a video message for your friends, right? It can even be inappropriate because, you know, those things happen. Um, and messaging gets revamped. You get search functionality and a catch-up feature for group chats, and you can see the location of your friends while messaging them. I don't, I don't need that. Why do I need to see... The location of my friends when I'm sending them a message, right? There are some things I just don't need. Don't need at all. So that's all it. And uh, there's about to be the, the launch of the headset. That's, uh, that's going on. And then in the fall, they'll announce new phones. That's right. New phones. Because the phone you just got won't be good enough. And your kids won't love you unless they have the newest phone. You know that happens, right? You know there are kids out there. I got to have the iPhone. What, what are we on? 14? Are we have, I got to have it. I got to have it. Otherwise, the other kids are going to laugh at me. It's, people, people are straight. I was saying this about, you know, the, the, the Taylor Swift concerts. You know, it's it's kind of stunning the the, the size and scope and, and 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 the popularity. But when a, a father, you know, didn't get his tickets in time, so for his daughter and three friends, he's spending twenty one thousand bucks. Maybe slow down a little. Look, if if uh, if Taylor can command it, that's not my argument in the marketplace. Uh, you go right ahead. I'm saying maybe, just maybe. Nah, we'll we'll, we'll pass this time around. That's all. 
I'm trying to think somebody who I desperately want to see. I'm not paying $21,000. I'll, I'll catch it on Netflix. You know there's going to be a movie on Netflix. This is Tony Katz today. I decided to uh, give myself a test of um, taking things that are happening, comments that are made, and, and giving live reaction to it without any time to reflect. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. I do so because it's, partially it's it's a bit of a test. It is, um, can you, on the fly, with everything that you've discussed about issues, thought about issues, research, can, can you put together a, a theory or commentary just like that? It's, it's good practice. Also, sometimes in those moments, what is most raw is usually, uh, for, for me, much, much stronger and, and, and profound than, than something I've really, really kind of worked. I find that, you know, the idea of polishing the idea it, it sometimes has value, and for me, sometimes is this. It, it, it's it's almost a labor of hate, right? You want to make sure you're saying it right, but it's not as authentic as when you say it raw. I, I don't know, but raw is dangerous. Raw is dangerous. Raw will get you fired so quick. That's why people work things and massage things. I, I, I believe everything I say. Nothing ever gets said because, you know, well, that's what you say. Oh, God, no. Oh, I know a lot of people would be a lot happier if I would just say this or not say that. <clears throat> I am not going to pay attention to any of those people. But sometimes an off-the-cuff is is really, really enjoyable, and it's it's a little risky. It's a little dangerous. I don't mind a, I don't mind a little danger. I don't know if I have any good, like, danger music. Do I have good danger music? I don't think I have any good danger music. Let me see. Is this good danger music? Elementary, my dear. Two times two is four. Um, Elementary, my dear. Two times three is six. No, that's that's Schoolhouse Rock. That, not dangerous at all. Let, let's see. This is... Of course, uh, Nikki Haley, uh, Ambassador Nikki Haley, former ambassador to the UN, former governor of South Carolina, presidential candidate, did an event on CNN, a town hall on CNN, and I, I've, I've been sharing uh, some of it because I thought she, for the most part, hit some good points, engaged in some good conversation. I think it was helpful for her, definitely, uh, definitely was. But anytime Alyssa Farrah Griffin is giving her political commentary on CNN, I'm reminded that she's really ridiculous, which is so strange because, look, I'm not friends with her. I don't know her. I only engaged with her when I was trying to get interviews with then Vice President Pence, and and we may have done some stuff regarding President Trump when she was over there. She was nice enough. I mostly remember her from the Pence days. Nice enough. I don't think she liked me. Or, or didn't like me, right? I think it was just somebody who was pleasant to, who the vice president knew from his days as governor and was happy to speak to a somewhat friendly face. Then again, I must tell you, I don't know if Vice President Pence likes me. I have no idea. How, how would I know? Yeah, he, he's going to announce for president. 
I've reached out. I haven't heard a word. Everybody and their mother is going to get the conversation. Not not the guy who took over for him, if you will, in that uh, uh, procession. Of course, WIBC was the home of of Mike Pence. Mike Pence to Greg Garrison to hello. Here I am, guy by the name of Tony Katz. His hometown station, the Indiana station. I haven't heard hide nor hair of the man. Have not heard from him, and and so so the idea that you know we we we've got this close connection. I would have rathered that. I've tried. What are you going to do? The guy's got an inner circle. It is very very tight knit. Alyssa Farrah Griffin is not a part of it. Let let us be perfectly clear about that. But she has, as she's on the, on the View. She's been a mess, not conservative, and certainly not connected. And so this is the conversation as Jake Tapper brings it up. He's kind of lost his, his voice, which I wish would happen to him far more often. Uh, and he's talking with uh, Ambassador Haley about woke. The word woke used to be used by progressives to talk about an awareness of inequities and historical inequities. But obviously it means something else to conservatives criticizing it. What does it mean to you? How do you define woke? There's a lot of things. I mean, you want to start with biological boys playing in girls' sports. That's one thing. The fact that we have gender pronoun classes in the military now. I mean, all of these things that are pushing what a small minority want on the majority of Americans, it's too much. It's too much. I mean, the idea that we have biological boys playing in girls' sports, it is the women's issue of our time. Of course it is. And Nikki Haley is absolutely right there. And the idea of define woke for us. Everybody says woke, but the right is using it wrong and making it sound silly. They don't know what they're talking about. Everybody knows, and that's why they want the word to go away. They brought up a word. Then they utilized that word to encapsulate every progressive thing. The right caught on to that and then noticed how every progressive thing is sizzling hot garbage. And now the left says, we don't use that word. No one ever used that word. Who uses that word? Harumph, 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 harumph. If you want to talk about historical perspective, about getting woke amongst certain areas of black Americans, you can. But that's not where we're at now. It's like when we talk critical race theory. Oh, we only teach that in college. <laughs> Everybody knows what we're talking about and what the left is most upset by. What they are most upset by is that we've caught on. And that's why they're going about trying to change the, the terminology. But it's an interesting thing from uh, Nikki Haley. I had not heard this part. As I said, I did not listen to this prior. Listen again. Too much. I mean, the idea that we have biological boys playing in girls' sports, it is the women's issue of our time. It should be. It should be the women's issue of our time. The problem, Ambassador Haley, is that too many women just let this go by the wayside. And they're like, whatevs. What do you mean, whatevs? What are you talking about? This is an incredibly important issue, and women are letting other women be dominated, controlled, and pushed aside by men. It's beyond, it is beyond comprehension how liberal women will let other women be abused by men in order to uphold their liberalism is something special. This brings us now to the panel. This brings us to the panel, and it's Alyssa Farrah Griffin, and it's David Axelrod, and a bunch of others, and, and, and okay, let's, again, 
Haven't listened to it. Have not listened to it. We're doing this together. Is it? I think is that, that the Republican I, voters see it. I'm not sure that I think this is the women's issue of our time. And, and I've said this before. Listen, she needed to throw some red meat to. Hold on a second. Of course, it's the women's issue of our time. You don't understand where women are at. Let me say it again, Alyssa Farrah Griffin. You don't understand where women are at. Or maybe said with more focus, you don't understand where moms are at. You don't understand what's happening in schools. We have girls in Connecticut suing the state because they have been deprived of scholarship opportunities and winning opportunities because you have allowed boys to participate and they are stronger and they are faster. You deprived Riley Gaines of opportunities. How is this not the women's issue of our time? This is about, this is about actually protecting the idea of women. That there's a difference between women and men and you can't just claim womanhood. You can't just claim you're a part of this. How is it not the women's issue of our time? What should be the women's issue of our time? What else could be more pressing for women in America today than this? The pay gap? (laughs) You sound ridiculous. There are myriads of studies that show why women make less than men in a multiplicity of cases. What you're arguing is that the women shouldn't make anything. They should be supplanted by the men. Which one is worse? A woman making 76 cents to every dollar the man makes, which isn't the case, but let's just use that as the, as the, the conversation piece right now. What's worse, that or the woman not being able to get the job at all because some man decided to call himself Sally and that was good enough? Just that shows the level of non-thinking that's going on. But she's got, she's got uh, more. I'm not sure that I think this is the women's issue of our time. And, and I've said this before. Listen, she needed to throw some red meat to the base. Um, last night felt very much like a general election performance for a Republican candidate until she got into the trans issue and guns issue. I remind folks, this is an issue that is the minority within the minority. The trans community is an incredibly small community within the United States. Then break that down even further to it dealing with athletes in high school or collegiate level. That's something that I think a conservative could push back and say, why can't local governments deal with this? Why can't school boards? Why can't the NCAA? Why does it require the federal government and the presidency to deal with it? Because we're talking about moral authority. And we're not talking about something that's happening in a minority. We're talking about something that's impacting lives of children. Never mind what's happening when you have people saying, well, children can determine their own gender. And if you don't affirm their care, well, we take the children from you. And don't think I'm making that up. Let's just take a look at what's going on in Washington State. Let's take a look at what's happening. Parents so afraid not to affirm their kid's gender because they're afraid of losing their child. Never mind the people who won't work with children. I think Daily Caller had this piece uh, today. Chilling effect. Here it is. Chilling effect. States are cracking down on therapists who don't affirm kids' trans identities. And you know, so you have less and less people willing to work with kids on these things because they don't want to get involved. And those willing... They're like, oh my gosh, oh yes, this child is this, this child is that, and give them the therapy and give them the hormones. It's amazing that people want to hit Mike Pence, who never once said he was in favor of gay conversion therapy. 
He never said those words. Oh, but he, he talks to this group. He's associated with that group. He must believe in conversion therapy. The people pushing conversion therapy are the people telling children, you were born in the wrong body. You're actually this. Take this hormone. Get this radical surgery. Cut off your perfectly healthy breasts. So, um, yeah, I, I would take uh, that, uh, that uh, Alyssa Farrah Griffin isn't actually connected to the subject at hand. She doesn't actually know anything about it because she's not actually connected to women. More specifically, she's not connected to women who have children dealing with these issues in schools, the school districts that are working against children and against parents with the Department of Education who's utilizing Randy Weingarten as their source, who is pushing the idea that children should be separated from their parents and most importantly, that parents shouldn't have a say in their child's education and therefore life. She finishes up. So I'm not sure that has a lot of legs to it. I also think we're going to retire the word woke after this election. It is so overused <laughs> it is losing all meaning. Yeah. That's a fantasy. It's not going anywhere. This is, again, the left upset that the political right has caught on, has been able to damage the word because it is so dangerous and they've been able to fight back. And I want to put an end to the idea, if there's something that's going to end after this election, it's the idea that Alyssa Farrah Griffin is a Republican or a conservative. She's not. She's not. Talk about a total misread, a misunderstanding regarding what it is Ambassador Haley said. Complete swing and a miss. Purposeful. This was on the, the morning show there uh, over at CNN. Her and David Axelrod, let's hear what he has to say. No, I listen, I, I agree. I think the, the, Nikki Haley's dilemma is that she's sort of an old school Republican uh, sort of, you know, Bush type Republican. Well, wait, now that, that could be true. I, I don't have anything more. That, that was the end of the clip that I had. That's true. Nikki Haley's not playing into the populism. That's that's a thousand percent accurate. So in, in the four seconds we hear from David Axelrod, he at least says something accurate. But he's not right that uh, Alyssa Farrah Griffin is right. She's as wrong as wrong can be. I mean, she's ignorantly wrong. And Nikki Haley will connect with more women than Alyssa Farrah Griffin ever could or could ever hope to. And if this is the kind of advice that Joe Biden is getting, you want to talk about missing the boat. Missing the big old boat. Just, uh, just a reminder, Alyssa Farrah Griffin, not a conservative, not a Republican. It's not like you didn't already know. But now you know. I was happy to do that. See? I didn't even get myself in trouble, not once. Um, I'm sure I'm going to get an email, but I don't think I got myself in trouble. I'm going to do that more often. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today. Honestly, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse crushes. There's Into the Spider-Verse, and then there's the movie that just came out, Across the Spider-Verse. That one opened to $120.5 million. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Into the Spider-Verse was spectacular. It's, it's animated. 
but it's 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 a very cool style of animation. It was so great. Characters are great. Story was great. It, funny, campy, terrific. Every part of it. You're like, this is awesome. This is a great two plus hours. Far better than a lot of the Marvel crap I've seen recently. Although I admit, I just saw Ant-Man Quantumania. And I'm like, that's not bad. It has a lot a lot of issues. But if you want to introduce a, a character and show how uh, malevolent uh, they are, uh, well then... Well done. Did I say that right, by the way? Malevolent? Malevolent. Yeah, I did. Look at me. <laughs> Wordsmith. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. I can't say the same thing about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I thought it was a terrible film. Terrible. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, absolutely terrible. Terrible, terrible movie. Absolutely awful, terrible, terrible, terrible bad. Terrible, terrible, terrible movie. Ugh, feh, and a popa didn't like it. But Into the Spider-Verse, unreal. And I've got to assume that the new one, Across the Spider-Verse, I'm going to be thrilled with. 120.5 million, second highest debut of 2023, just behind Super Mario Brothers movie from, from Universal. Just behind uh, that. It's the third best opening weekend for any Spider-Man film, animated or live action. It's that good. I have no I have no doubt they have hit with this crushed with this can't wait to see it cannot wait to see it Now the question is is this actually the future of movie making We should get into what's going on with AI and how it affects um film Because not only does it affect the ability to write scripts it affects who's on the screen because you don't actually need the actor anymore. And that's where it gets super creepy. No, I'm not even talking about animation. I'll start talking about that in the days ahead. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. Today.